Gentlemen, start your engine! Good afternoon, radio. For those who don't know, Radio Hotler. Thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Diabolical, uh, um, um, technical goodies. Radio Hotler. Oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. G'day viewers, welcome to episode 67. Eight. Was it? Seven. Seven. Is it seven? Right? We have to start again. Yeah, we do. It was 66. It was, it was 66, clickety-click, you're right. Yeah, 67, right, I do beg you know. your pardon. So, okay. uh, what, so, so what number is it? 67. 67. Uh, oh, I was all looking forward to being here for number 69. And yeah. Well, that'll, <laughs> be, that'll be in a couple of weeks' time. two-year anniversary show. No, really? Yeah. It will be. We've just managed to wangle the two-year anniversary show, so it's 69. Yeah. More on that later. You'll have to Skype yeah. me in. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> we might even introduce you. Well, viewers, <laughs> welcome to episode 67, as I originally... Uh, said the Saini podcast that takes a light-hearted look at international barbecues, cool <laughs> and emerging barbecues. motorsport and <laughs> revolving technology. With us tonight. Revolving technology. Re- revolving or revolting? <laughs> or evolving. <laughs> you can make up your own mind, viewers. <laughs> JP, how are you? I'm very well, thank you, Johnny. How are you going? It's good to see you've got your humour up tonight. Absolutely. Dogs is uh, on the um, having a bit of a rest down there, trying to pick out the right blade of grass. Not very well. Been a bit of a sick dog this week, and uh, also overweight, which is yeah, we heard about that. The subject I don't need to bring up when I introduce international poorly. Yeah, okay, piss off. <laughs> <laughs> did, I, did I just lose the explicit tag or uh, or no, gain the explicit nah, tag? We can, we can just let that one slip through. Welcome back explicit. to Adelaide. It's very yeah. nice. It's very nice to Welcome be back. Welcome back, Paul. Good to see you. Very nice to be back. And thank you for bringing over yeah. the beers. Well, we have a little smorgasbord that uh, we, do. You know, we figured we'd uh, keep up the uh, the annual tradition. Paul's uh, beer selection. Of a beer selection from the, um, from the oh, what's it called? The old, it, the old, it's the not, old town. It's not called the Norwood anymore, is it? It's called the Finn McCool's or Booze no, Brothers. No, well, or, it was the Norwood and it was Booze Brothers, but they've sold out to Woolies. Ah. So now it's the Norwood Liquor Balm or the Norwood Liquor something or the other. Just in the background, you'll hear the uh, the dummy grid warm up for the Mitsubishi <laughs> Colt 1985 model vinyl roof challenge, and that lady, you know, my neighbour, actually has a sausage dog as well. Brad Jones or Neil Crompton at the wheel there. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's right. John Bow, actually, those it was days. the Pulsar. Oh, the Pulsar, oh, Lord. <laughs> Well, Paulie, thank you very much. I've got an old speckled hen, alcohol 5.2, from oh, England. Very nice. I have a uh, I have a Bogues Draft, which is um, actually one of my uh, favourite Aussie beers that um, I do a sample of whenever I uh, whenever I head home. I mean, who the hell is he? Who 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 is James Bogues? I have no idea. That's right. Some Tasmanian yeah. bloke that makes beer. Exactly. Yeah. Just keeps hiding, I actually, I actually dis- hiding up in them rainforests. I actually discovered it about 10, 12 years ago before what, it became... Tasmania? The map? Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit before that, actually. Um, but... Um, well, only about a month ago. <laughs> many, many, no, many, many years ago, before it became a fashionable kind of yappy beer to drink James True. Bogues kind of thing, when it was just a local brew. Well, that's James Bogues premium. No, yes. It was the Bogues draft that we were all drinking down in Tasmania when we were racing back there, oh, in, there my, you go. in my misspent youth, so... 
way to go. I remember going to Tasmania for the first time, thinking to myself, no worries, I'm going to get a Cascade wherever I go. Man, it was the one beer I couldn't get anywhere, because it's it's the whole place is Bogesville. Well, it depends where you are. See, if it you're in... Tasmania, oh, sorry, Hobart is... Hobart is Cascade. Cascade. But the rest of the place is all Bogues. Alright. Well, I've got Byron Bay. <clears throat> Premium Ale. Well, we have a we have Byron a Byron Bay Brewery. We have a pretty extensive selection, actually covering uh, covering the four corners of the globe, including some of our favourites from uh, favourites from Europe. Which uh, Hardy, you would have had the chance to um, sample in your uh, travel sojourn this year, and the. Uh, That's right. Not a single beer passed these lips. No, several. No, 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 single. Yeah, not a single beer. <laughs> That's right. Several dozen at a time, but <laughs> always multiple. I knew this girl down in Tasmania, her name was Anne. She drank a lot of Bogues. Really? Yeah. You don't want to call a Bogan. <laughs> well, thanks for that, Johnny. Anyway. So, so on that note, he just disappeared. On that, on that, so what on have that you been up to, Paul? Mate, I've been, um, been, uh, been busy. Been busy. busy. It's been a very busy, uh, it's been a very busy year. Um, new gig working for a company called Fingal, and we look after a whole stack of motor racing stuff, including... Honda F1 and Silverstone and the British Touring Car Championship. We look after Silverstone as well. We look after all Silverstone's marketing and big thanks to Lewis Hamilton for helping us sell out the uh, the British Grand Prix yeah, this I year. Bet. You know. Absolutely. No real thanks to us. In fact, our, the bloke on the Silverstone account actually, so, actually uh, after after the Australian Grand Prix, took the rest of the year off because you know Lewis was doing all the work for him. Is Silverstone still owned by the BRDC? Was it yes. The BRDC? Yes, yes indeed. Yeah. Right. Okay. So it's it, it's sort of committee run slightly. Yeah. Yeah. And who's got a big say in that, Martin Brundle? Uh, uh, no, I'm not sure if Martin's no. still on the committee or not. Um, oh, okay, Damon, I know he did have. Yeah, Damon Hill's the president these days. Oh, is he right? Um, but yeah, run by um, run by committee. Yeah. Um, and enough said about my beloved client. Okay, yeah, no worries. <laughs> well, it's actually yeah, not my beloved get... client. I, I don't do a lot on the Silverstone account. So, right. uh, okay. Uh, but yeah, oh, well, we, we, can... we have we have lots of uh, lots of fun and games. Lots of different uh, lots of different projects on the go. So. Um, yeah, you beat, definitely yeah, have. In the last few weeks, you've actually had a couple of um, beats having a real job. <laughs> cart uh, events. Yeah, in, we did. Uh, uh, we did all the stuff for the Champ Car. In Europe. Yeah, did all the mm. stuff for the Champ Car World Series uh, for the two European events. Plus, we did the Le Mans Series event at Silverstone, working for uh, Patrick Peter and his team out of uh, out of Paris. Who oh yeah, looks after that whole uh, that whole event. And oh, you'd um, have seen Al. Um, well, actually, no, because I wasn't at Sandown. But you know, more on that one later. Um, more on. <laughs> I did. See, I did see Rob Bell, who's actually a re- our teammate, who is actually also a really good bloke, and he wrapped wrapped up the championship in Silverstone. Yeah. So that was uh, that was great to see. Al wrapped his neck up with a rope. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, that's I'm, right. I'm, Same weekend. I'm sure he possibly. <laughs> he was at Sandown. I'm sure he possibly did. Um, plus, we're also looking after uh, Super League Formula, which is which is this. New championship that's going to kick off next year. That's going to yeah. have the all the, uh, all the major football teams right. from right across Europe and in fact South America and other places. So around how many the world. like have they been putting that together this year? No, it's been been put together over the last three or four years. Yeah, I mean, not but in terms of getting teams. The te- yeah, the team announcements have been kind of kicking off uh, kicking off this year. We have eight so far. There'll be, ah, tw- there'll, be there'll be twenty by the time. Right. Um, uh, by the time it kicks off. So, are there um, any English teams so far? No English teams so far. Right. Um, okay. Obviously, they want. Um, Who are the hot favourites? People like Liverpool. Well, Man they U, want they, 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 really, they, Chelsea. You, they don't care. You want the big four, don't you? Yeah. Um, so it's a matter of um, you know we could have um, 
Scrum Thorpe United or uh, or uh, Southampton oh, or West Ham or yeah. uh, Notts Forest or or somebody like that. But, Crystal uh, Palace. Crystal Palace. But yeah, you want to hold out. To, you want to hold out for the big guys. So, yeah. uh, is there uh, any uh, any chance that um, David Beckham might get a drive now that he's got a broken toenail? No, probably not. Probably not. There may be actually be a US team at some point in time. May not be. May not be in the first year. Could be. Uh, could be in year two. Would that be because he's not okay on the radio? Uh, who? David Beckham. Why is he not okay on the radio? Well, I mean, everyone's complaining about how he speaks. <laughs> you fell into that one, Paul. I, I haven't. I, no, no, in all seriousness, he sounds normal to me, but that may be because well, that's because I'm, li- I'm living in London. Him, so. mate. Yeah. Viewers, you don't know <laughs> international. <laughs> but oh, uh, no, a really, a really interesting project, and it's been um, it's been dragging me all I like across. Those links you sent us for it's the been, uh, um, yeah, it's been, promo. It's videos. been dragging me all across Europe, and. Um, in fact, we have a launch in Athens uh, on the Bathurst weekend, which uh, um, one of my offsiders, in fact, one of my bosses, is actually kind of heading out to uh, look after in my uh, in, in your absence. In, in my absence, you haven't have actually told him yet, so you're sort of doing a no, 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 no. I've told no. She, no. <laughs> she knows. Uh, she knows she's going to Athens next weekend, so uh, to, uh, to, to to look after things and leaving it in kind of very capable hands, and uh, um, then we'll be off to. Um, Another country, uh, uh, unnamed country, somewhere in somewhere in Europe, very shortly after that. And uh, oh, I know it'll be one of the three provinces of Brussels. Uh, no, actually, it was supposed it to be. be. It, it was supposed to be, be, but Flanders. Yeah, it's supposed to be, but it actually got put off. Um, Is it somewhere the other side of what was the Iron Curtain? Uh, no, 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 not yet. Oh, however, however, I am going to Brazil in November, so that's oh. um, going to Rio. So that's going to be um, that's going to be pretty cool. Oh, Send your grass skirts good. in, viewers. The interesting thing is the. Passion of the you think port port supporters are um, insanely passionate passionate <laughs> about their their sport and their team. You see these football supporters in, throughout Europe. Oh yeah, well, soccer for yeah, no football. You're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. For, it really bugs me that they call it AFL. That it's called that it's now being dubbed as AFL. It's, it's yes, it's still football as far as Australia's concerned. Um, but yeah, that get the round ball game. Yep. Um, is uh, the supporters are absolutely mad about their teams? Absolutely insane. They mm. make crows and port supporters look like look like they don't care. Yeah, yeah. that's right, exactly. Um, yeah. And so, combining that passion, passion for the club with the colours, uh, with uh, a seven hundred fifty horsepower V twelve uh, Panos built car. Um, yep. Very exciting bit of kit. No, um, no tricks. So and no. If the cars all had a no, shakedown. I mean, the, no automatic, uh, no automatic gearboxes, no traction control, well, none of that. No launch control. No, no launch control. <laughs> none of that mess. Uh, so in fact, pure car, driver skill. The car was in the wind tunnel uh, last week in Indianapolis, kind of being sorted, and um, yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a pretty serious bit of kit. Mm. Who makes the chassis? Uh, Panels. An engine. Uh, done by Menards. Um, uh, MCT, which is the old Arrows factory. Yep. Um, now owned by John Menard, who is the guy that used to back a lot of indie teams over the years, and his son Paul Menard now races for uh, Dale Earnhardt Incorporated right. in NASCAR in the states. Tires? Uh, tires? Don't know yet. Control? Yeah, we'll be control tire. We'll probably be Avon um, at this Avon. point in time. Yeah, all the all the, all the cars at the moment are uh, uh, all the all the display cars at the moment are running around with Avon cars and. The real car will hit the track for the first time in probably January, February next year. Probably, yeah, probably in the states. Who's so that'll be Shakedownsville next January. Yeah, 
And then when will the actual competition start? August next year. Oh, August. August right. next year. So six races, uh, six <coughs> races in, in the first year, <coughs> primarily in uh, primarily in Europe, um, in all the uh, in all the major markets. And uh, oh, it's not too hefty a schedule, so I think it's probably going to work, rather than like trying to do you know, twelve. Well, more races. yeah, yeah. It's a matter of uh, they're going at it kind of step by step kind of thing. It's a pretty unique and different concept, and. Uh, you know, we'll see how uh, it's a bit like uh, A1 Grand Prix. Everyone kind of said, "Oh no, this will never work." And you know, three years later, that's still going. So uh, yeah, it's um, hopefully uh, a lot of the motor racing skeptics are saying, "Well, oh, nah." But bit by bit, we're starting to uh, win them over. Will they? Will they tie up appearances by the the footballers from the teams oh, like, yeah. at the races to? get the crowds there absolutely so it's cross-pollinating motor, motor racing to a different audience really yeah there's all sorts of different ideas you know yeah. we've been talking about celebrity races and all sorts of oh, different cool. ideas so uh, yeah with ex-footballers and stuff like that so um, um, and the plan at the moment is to actually have one of the races completely reverse grid right Okay. Um, so it's going to be a bit like kind of speedway. It's not a matter of just being the fastest bloke on, on the front and sailing off into the sunset. Um, you've actually got to work for your money. So you're and not going to go and see Gordon Pickard while you're here and see whether you can get Adelaide United in? No, or... I don't think so. No, no. Actually, I talked to Gordon at the uh, Clover event and he's no longer owns it. He sold it. So you, you, you missed out there. He's, the he's still a shareholder though, isn't he? Who knows? I didn't, get, didn't send me the paperwork. <laughs> Shut up. He just got me another drink. <laughs> International, oh, how was unusual. the cart events um, received? Over in uh, it was good. It was good. Um, Assen first, followed uh, by Zolder. No, Zolder first, followed by Assen. Right. Um, the Belgian. Um, there was about twenty-five thousand people turn up for Zolder. That was pretty good. Um, there wasn't probably as many as probably what they would have hoped. Um, Belgians are probably too busy, kind of. Um, Drinking beer, eating chocolate, and um, eating um, eating French fries or fritz, as they call it there. Trying to decide of a government. Which uh, and, yes, and, and trying to decide uh, who's going to run the show. Uh, but in uh, in Holland, they're just crazy for. Of course, the Robert Dornbos factor, who's been pretty successful this year um, in Champ Car. Um, so he's really dragged people through the door. And they had kind of more than sixty thousand people there on race day. Robert himself had a pretty ordinary weekend. Um, but you know, overall, uh, the Champ Car guys were were very happy in two two really good venues, and uh, you know they're looking forward to heading back there again next year. I uh, noticed that you uh, managed to get your hand on hands on Paul Tracy's iPhone. Did you give it back? I didn't. Sorry, just. It's a lovely just, evening here in Adelaide. Just on thirty-two the, degrees. Just on the snacks here. On the it was Tuesday 32. night, while while the international's munching down. So just when, while he clears his throat, it just. So it's just a lovely night with a bit of a breeze coming through shortly before we have. I didn't want to give it back. No teppanyaki. I didn't give it back. The um, the iPhone <laughs> is a pretty amazing piece of kit, and um, looking forward to uh, looking forward to getting one or, or at least getting an iP- uh, iPod Touch. Putting the uh, putting the pressure on JP to uh, try to make sure he can get me one by next Tuesday before I uh, head to Bathurst on Wednesday. Yes, you're going to Bathurst, that's right, we are. We're all going to Bathurst next week. Is Wednesday. JP going as well? No, well, I suppose we are. Who knows? I don't know if he'll be allowed out. JP's... Um, he'll have to ask Paul Little Mitchie whether he is allowed out. He's off getting more beers, so he's <laughs> run out of his... Um, well, in fact, he's got himself a, a, a two-borg. And he's bringing Which, out a few more. He is. I just noticed today that... Um, well, probably in the last few got, days oh, you've noticed have, that oh, Apple, I'm gonna have this one. Apple has put Brahma. a bit of Apple's put a bit of their their, their foot down, saying, "Look, we uh, we're going to try and stamp out the uh, unlocked iPhones." Yes, they are, and, indeed. And um, then 
today they uh, they say, look, we won't be supporting phones which have been previously unlocked, which I think is fairly normal. Yeah, yeah, Going yeah, on to say that we really can't guarantee that with future versions of the, of the firmware, you will not be able to you will be um, not be able to revert to the original specifications of the phone, and hence, you know, you're sort of, you're pickled. Shit out of luck. That's right. Mm. I mean, they're you, doing JP. the same thing with iPods already. I think I t- said the other week that we had a guy in with an, I- uh, an iPod and he'd actually downloaded some firmware trick that was supposed to do all these wonderful things to it, and it was broken and it wouldn't charge and it wouldn't play, and they just went, no, sorry. As discussed last week on the show, we we sort of debated the merits of unlocking versus unlocking, and my opinion was that I was quite happy to pay for it because I didn't think, compared to what we're par- currently being sort of served up in the telco market in terms of choice of product, usability, and and plans. Don't start don't it, don't start me on Telstra. Uh, 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 no, actually, you've got a bit of a something. Yes, there yeah, was some figures this week. This podcast is not long enough. No, no, we'll we'll get back to that in a minute. But but yeah, look, as I was just saying, just to recap, so you you you're on it. Um, yeah, we're just happy to pay for it. Well, and, well, the, and and the UK, you said the JP made a good point that the UK was not used to a tariff like that. No. Well, the the, the tricky the, the tricky situation I find myself in is that um, based in the UK, I spend a bit of time in the states. I spend a bit of time in Australia. I like to be able to use the one phone and I have an Australian I have an Australian account a US account and an English account really what it gets down to and is that international roaming charges are too much oh absolutely hand off absolutely charges. and, and you'd, ben, be, you'd, you'd be happy to, but wouldn't you be happy to probably ben, pay no, the get base on. rate in a, a, or a slightly lower rate because you didn't physically need another device with mm. three key carriers and just automatically hand it over at the right deal otherwise you'd have to just go and buy three phones yeah that's right well I've kind of got three phones well I've got yeah, actually, I have got three phones, but actually the phone I use in Australia, I take the Australian SIM out, put it in my English Yeah, as phone. we all do, yep. to yeah. just get around that. But wouldn't it be nice if you could have one phone and for a, sl- for a rate less than the standard usage, um, and which didn't include a, include a device, but you were prepared to go on contract, say, look, I just want to go Asia-Pacific market, UK market, Europe, European the market, tru- and uh, US. The big trouble is, is that the... Um, other than, do they have T-Mobile in Australia? No, no. Okay, see, there's a problem. You've got Vodafone here, you've got Vodafone in, yes. in the UK and Europe. I don't think you have Vodafone in the US. Uh, no, actually, I know you don't because they actually own a slice of um, one of the other carriers. Right. So there is no Vodafone branded um, service over there. So basically, you, you are really out, out of luck trying well, to I find... As I understand, O2 have signed the UK deal. You've yes. got... Orange, I think, on the German deal. And, no, no, uh, and no the orange French in deal France and T-Mobile. And T-Mobile in, in, in Germany. So. <laughs> well, we've got Orange here, though, which is rebranded as Hutchinson's or whatever it is. Well, it used to be Hutchinson's. Yeah. It's um, it's a challenge. It's a challenge. But, however, there's nothing to say that when they bring out the next phone, yep. that it won't necessarily be tied to um, singular in the US. Well, I think True. the interoperability needs to be done more at the business level as opposed to the electrical level because we well, know it works. Well, that's the, the <laughs> that's the other issue. Um, you know, I'm unfortunately have been have been really been trying to shy away from the Crackberry um, yes. side of the world. <clears throat> but the day will come um, very soon, unfortunately, where I'm just going to have to do it. Um, I was at um, in a foreign country the other week with one client and I had 
some stuff going on with another client, then of course I can't instantly email back and forth and no. plus the fact that you know the the battery in my laptop is you know, <laughs> yeah lasts about 30 seconds um so being able to um sync in with the corporate network and be able to check your email on the fly and be able to react and do things would have been fantastic but trouble is we're on a cisco vpn network and yep. of course not supported by the iphone true so you're out of luck and the fact i use my nokia at the moment to actually do recordings so i can ring somebody up do a, do an interview with them for a press release Hit, right. the, hit the record button, record the thing onto the phone. It's fantastic. It's actually podcast quality. Um, but I can't do that with the iPhone either. So it's <laughs> not a bit... Yeah. So maybe yeah. maybe just the iPod Touch could be keep me out of trouble, provided you get one by next Tuesday. Yeah, Otherwise, right. I'm going to have to be bent over and pay the UK prices plus VAT, which really hurts because it's... And what does that translate to? We were trying to do that. What was that like? We did those week, figures we? last week, and what, you can see. What was the US price? Uh, five sixty-one US dollars was the No, gap. no, no. It was three ninety-nine US. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but, yeah, but yeah, the two hundred and sixty-nine dollar yeah, pound, two sixty-nine pound, translated to five sixty-one US dollars. And I also noticed that those figures did include VAT, but in America it did not include tax tax because of the variability of the tax yeah depends on what depends on what state you're in anyway Uh, in two uh, weeks time and what's the Australian price um, I think from when I looked it up the Australian price fell between the US price and the UK price yeah so my 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 preferred option was 499 and 299 my my preferred option was to get it either in the US or Australia yep Um, whether or not I'm going to be able to Hold off yeah, to well, it. if you can jag one here, you'll be lucky. Yes, yeah. you know, the, even the Apple Store says um, early October. Well, it says twenty so which is wow. supposedly Friday. By yeah. two weeks' time, we yeah. should have one. Yeah, that's That'll that's be, quite yeah. usually the way it works. Yeah, the day after Paul flies out, yeah, he'll arrive. Absolutely, works. Yeah, absolutely. Otherwise, I could always buy one in Sydney Airport on the Monday yeah. after Bathurst, but I'd rather buy one. For presuming, my, I, I, but they're there by. Yeah. Presuming, but of course I'd rather buy one for my trusted supplier in, oh, uh, well, that's in, lovely. in this part of the world. There you go. So Paul, you're down here for a bit of a holiday, catch up with relatives, Absolutely. do a few things, um, and and also off to Bathurst next week. Yep. Which team will you be working with? Um, none. That's none. not what you said to me. No, you I'm said not you working. can't go to the racetrack and not do anything. Oh no, I'll be doing something, but I'll be helping I'll be helping Crusher and I'll be helping you and I'll be helping Horsburgh and I'll be helping oh, whoever. Is that how it works? Whoever's it's just going to be the helper. Whoever needs a hand with anything. Because, a bit like at Lamar. Because after uh, <laughs> yeah. after two days of saying, oh, g'day, mate, g'day, mate, g'day, mate, and catching up with everybody, I'm going to be bored out of my head. As most people are. Because, oh, that's yeah, Thursday because, and Friday taken care yeah, of. Yeah, I know. So well, well exactly. So I still yeah. can't work out why people actually pay money to go to motor racing. It's a bit ironic yeah. because we, we used to bust our guts to get there. Oh, now absolutely. we do it. Now we're going, we're busting our guts to find a reason not to go to do it remotely. <laughs> That's right. I mean, it's, it's not like it's, it's just better next to, to the airport. over, watch the TV and get the good coverage. Absolutely. And just actually enjoy well, the race. Actually, well, that's the only reason I need a media pass, so I can see a timing screen on the monitor, you know. Yeah. Not sure if you're aware, but, um, and I don't know who's instigated it, whether it's the Bathurst City Council or V8 Supercars Australia, uh, that have had a big crackdown on the use of alcohol at the event. Um, to the point that uh, a 2-0, 20 people asked for a refund. But that's not really uh, very high, and I suppose if you're going to the races just to get maggoted, well, 
Airbnb. Go somewhere else. What do you call crackdown on alcohol? Though? Well, apparently, you know, you got, it's plastic cups and you can't take... Yeah, I, don't I mean, exactly. I can remember going back there in 86 <coughs> or whatever, and even up the top of the mountain there was a two-can limit. You can't... Well, you can't... I don't yeah. know, so... I mean, yeah. they were still, there's no burn, still packed out. There's no burnouts at the top of the hill anymore and donuts. And well, yeah, that's, I mean, this is the thing. It's like the fun out of it. Running over no, blokes. No, yeah, running over blokes who are passed out of sleep covers right, exactly. in the, in the yeah. middle of a dust. That's doing a favour, wasn't it? <laughs> well, in some cases. <laughs> well, we, well, Dad nearly ran over a bloke when we were there for the um, production car race. We were doing a lap on the, um, on the Friday night or Saturday night in the Tarago. You know, cuts a mean lap. Oh, yeah, of course, you know, yeah, as it would. Yeah. Especially across the top. Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. The Tarago's the Tarago's a real gun. But coming down through the chase, as you come through, you come through the right, and just when you turn to the left, there's like a little rise, and then it pops down a little bit. Yeah. Well, there's this bloke, it's pitch black. There's this bloke waving, and of course, if this was a video podcast, you'd see me kind of waving my hands and hitting a tree here. Um, there's this bloke waving, and you think, oh, what's this? What's this idiot doing? Of course, he's waving because he's, his mate, he's passed out comatose, laying in the middle of the road. Ah. So if his mate wasn't there, that would have been, been, you know, yeah, trying to do his... Uh, boom, boom. Yeah, tr- yeah. Instead of doing his two-minute oh. ten, he was trying to do his four-minute ten. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it would have been, boom, boom, oh, speed hump. You know, yeah. Not a problem. So, Paul, you've seen what's gone on at Sandown this year. What's your analysis of what you think might happen at Bathurst? I have no idea because I didn't see it. Um, however, interesting. <laughs> he fed in, you the line saying, you've seen what's gone on at Sandown. This is why he's only on he occasional <laughs> viewers. <laughs> well, it's it's always a lot. Can't to... see the dummy coming. Um, who won last year? Lounsey. Yeah, there was a Vodafone, Vodafone first. And no, no, it was better. better no, no, Vodafone won last year. It was Lowndes and Wind Cup. No, with, but it wasn't with, Vodafone last year. It was better electrical. Uh, yeah, you're right. And but and Rick Kelly, same hot team. on that's their right, hot on their right. tail. I remember now. Same yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. And was with Rick Kelly exactly hot on their tail. Yes. At Sandown last year, and in the exact same gap again this year. So interesting. Um, what was the deal with Tander and? Um, Kelly, are they splitting up or are they together? Oh, who knows? I don't think we'll, we'll know until still, the end. But there is the, the rules had changed because you were allowed to pair the drivers and yeah. double enter. <clears throat> yeah, centering was was real. Yeah, yeah, but no, because because were they <clears throat> together at they were together at or apart at Sandown? I think they were apart. I think I think yeah, because the Kelly brothers were together. Yeah, I think I think they read um, the red and the orange. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tanner was with Craig Baird. Yeah, well, they can't do that anymore. Yeah, well, well, I think they're actually going to be together at Bathurst. So I. Oh, no, those two are going to be pretty hard to beat, I would think. If the car goes good, and as you can see what happened last year with the Scafe, you know, it all just goes pear-shaped around the corner. Well, exactly, who knows? Um, um, <laughs> it's interesting to see the return of form, I think. Uh, other than at Sandown with uh, Dick Johnson Racing. They seem to be on the money, and that's also because they're, oh, how did, they're um, sourcing the front engine, front uh, suspension technology from Triple Eight. Triple Eight, yeah. Mm. How did, um, I gather Scafe didn't run at Sandown. No, he had a appendix. As we yeah. said last week, he failed the way in. Yeah. How did uh, how did Longhurst go at um, like two seconds notice? It took him a while to uh, get in the groove, but yeah. it didn't take him that long. But he, no, I thought he went well. Hmm. Yeah. No, it's kind of interesting. I still don't think there's enough cars. On the grid. On the grid. They all bitch and moan and say, you know, blah, 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 blah. Blokes at Le Mans have to put up with 55 cars, and blokes, yeah. at, blokes at the Daytona 24-hour have to put up with... A truckload more. Well, where do you think that rule's coming from? Well, is it why well, if it's, if it's in, V8 supercars, why don't they just ex- add some yeah, more licenses? Or uh, allow the allow the B grade licenses or C grade licenses to upgrade to main gun. 
for yeah. certain events. Well, yeah, I'd put all the uh, I'd put all the Conic- let all the Conica teams run as well. Let's get fifty cars on the grid. Let's make it a real race. Let's yeah, not... make it a spectacle. But considering that the engineering the is identical between yeah. the cars Absolutely. this time, so and, you know, whether the tyre and tyre allocations are, are the same, I don't know. But um, yeah, why not? Yeah, I, I being involved in sports car racing and you know on, on an international basis, I like the class structure. You know, the good old days of Bathurst, where yes. you had Bob Holden kind of running around in his Corolla, kind of. Um, yep. John Smith and the Super or whatever it was and, you know, that old stuff. Mark Scaife and um, our mate up at Bridgewater. I think it was uh, yes. an escort. In the Nissan. In the Nissan Gazelle. Yeah, um, and then followed I, I, by the Nissan uh, Bluebird. Yeah. Yeah, Jarrett, Jarrett Nissan. Yeah, Jarrett, that's we, it. Yeah, remember yeah, yeah, when we yeah. saw that yeah. Bluebird up there in the showroom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jarrett, and Mark, Jarrett and Mark yeah. Scaife in the, in the Gazelle. <clears throat> always wanted one of them. I used to think of Gazelle. Was, yeah, I always yeah. used to think they were really cool. <laughs> how, 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 misguided, how misguided I was. I was going to say, I bet you're glad you didn't buy one. Then. No, exactly. Well, I, did, I, did, I did have a bluebird. I used to, I, I used to hoon around the streets of uh, Dernicourt thinking I was Jimmy Richards kind of thing. And, I never knew you had a bluebird. That yeah. was before I Oh, yeah, it got, uh, that oh, got, that's um, scary. That thing had more hits than Elvis over the... Uh, over it's not our fault, viewers, that he had one of those. In two <laughs> weeks' time, at the Astor Hotel... On the 10th, not the 11th of October, we'll be doing our live show, episode 69, Upstairs, with special guest Casey Stoner, the world champion. How'd you pull that off? Well, I just did. Friends in high places. That's right. Be coming along, and he's just allowed to have a drink. If you can't make it, Marcus Zucanigal will be there. (laughs) That's right. Well, Casey's just just landed back in the country today as a world champion. Good on him. Married to an Adelaide girl. Yep, came back about 11 o'clock this morning, I think. So, there you go. And, yeah, congratulations, Casey Stone. A brilliant uh, steer on uh, Sunday. The best way you can get an invitation to this evening where you'll get to meet us and pay uh-huh. out on us. Be a good idea. And actually come be then, part of the live show and have a few drinks courtesy of... Is this of... the first... Uh... It is, if you let me get the story oh, okay. out. Sorry. Apple Centre... Apple... No, it's not Apple Centre Adelaide. It's no, Max Centre Hall. We'll be better name <laughs> There's obviously some, some debtors somewhere. Creditors. <laughs> I don't know. One or the other. You know, something bad. Had to have a name change. <laughs> Sign it over to the missus. It was... Go to... It was instigated by Apple, Johnny. www. No one's allowed to be an Apple Mac anything anymore. Centre... Norwood.com.au yes. and you'll find you can subscribe to the newsletter if you do that tomorrow or tonight or whenever you hear this we'll be able to send you a newsletter and you'll be able to join the party from there and subscribe or rather register for the show that'll be pretty good Should well we got to get Marcus Zekanovic be over because we thought he's a really good mix you know he's the current V8 U champion he's the Commodore Cup champion and he's also the current uh, Cam's personality of the year uh, 2006 has he gone in the um, um, what do they call it these days Fujitsu Fujitsu that's yeah. right not Konica yeah thank you I knew it was one of those brands yeah. yes. I wasn't, wasn't sure which yes well he's running 11th at the moment but he's had he's only really had one decent run uh, during the year um, oh, he's had he's, he's had, had a few he's issues. been very good Oh, when he's been on the track, it's just that you know external issues that got involved. But his pace has been good. He's been shown he's been able to run with the front runners. Anyway, I'm sure he'll have some tales to tell us from Bathurst that'll spice it up. And he, he yeah, loves his right, technology, and he's a bit of a, he's a bit of a barbecue head too. Yeah. So, what are we drinking now, boys? Oh, we've moved on. That's right. Yeah, well, I'm on the Chuborg now. We need some light. We do, but the. Uh, well, this beer is called the Amsterdam Premium Lager. 
But the unfortunate side of it is that the shop that uh, distributes this product to the world um, is uh, in the red light district. Now the red light district, 18 apartments blocks have been sold this week to this a week? European consortium for 25 million euro, which is about 40 million Australian dollars. But the worst thing, it's not about the list appearance of the beer, it's that those 18 premises represent 51 windows in the red light district, which effectively cuts their public gaze one third. Yeah, but are they going to close them all down or are they just going to put the rents up? Close them down, JP. Are you sure? Oh, mate, it was in the media. Well, yeah, well, <laughs> you, know, right, you know it, and coming from an old newspaper man, everything you read. Let me tell you. Must always be. true. Let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you. It must be right. See, yeah. every, when he used to do possums pages, you just couldn't yeah. believe a word. Absolutely, yeah, especially yeah. when your name was in it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you believe the date and the price. <laughs> <laughs> and that's about it. By Paul Rod. Well, there you go. <laughs> Because <laughs> now he's in PR, it's worse than that. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know all about that, Johnny. Sorry. Well, anyway. <laughs> get, basically, this is rush off to Amsterdam now. Yeah. And, um, Uh-oh, chair's broken. Equipment fighting. International's yeah. broken the chair. And uh, have a look at those 51 rooms, uh, windows, that will be closing down shortly. Oh, do you think they'll be having a closing down sale? Who bought them? <laughs> Cheap nookie? Some of them, some of them need to be closing down, I'll tell you. I mean, you were in Amsterdam only recently for the first time in National. Scary. Scary. Come on, Scary. tell us what it... was fun when I was a kid going over there. It was always a laugh when I was in my Scary. Uh, tell us what you saw. Teens. Will you leave the chair alone? The scary thing... Th- th- going the, to Amsterdam. The scare... This, I need a new chair. Leave the, the chair chuff, alone chuff, here. Bugger. Take this... God, have the stool, you Yeah, now Johnny will sit down and go crunch. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> wrong with it. Um, Amsterdam, very cool. Very cool, <laughs> very cool place. Um, red light district. Um, we got walked back through that region after dinner, and it was like, like by the back of your neck, collar <laughs> yeah. out of there. And it was Stop like licking the window. It was like, what on earth? Like some of them, you think, well, shit, were they? Oh, oops, sorry, explicit. Uh, uh, Their ratings of explicit now. We're all right. We never think, got one. We're uh, trying our hardest. We never get one. Well, exactly. You try and think. Were Steve, they, do you hear us? You try and think. Were they actually born a woman? Um, yeah. Well, some and some of them sitting there doing their knitting or reading a book. Or really, you know, red oh, sharp. It's fine. Oh, look, there's a woman in there reading yeah, a book. Some people like. Yeah, some people like, like knitting. I'm not going there. With yeah, I get. I, I really get my rocks off on knitting. Oh, fool. oh I never knew that. <laughs> But now you've told me, I'll send you some wool for your birthday. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not a New Zealander, so. Oh, a little giggle in the background from Bris Vegas oh, and Jennifer, who have yeah. been watching on avidly to episode 67. Evening, ladies. Evening. <laughs> Evening. How are we all? Good. Big cheese from the peanut gallery. Yeah, that's it. Quite in the one on nine. So. So. Oh, so we hadn't finished, Paul. What are you drinking? I'm drinking a Brahma. Um, Where's that from? One of Brazil's finest. Brazil. Um, former sponsor of Rail Boisel in the... Um, i trying to think. He ran the team. Might even been a green green racing... Um, yeah? Indy car from many, many years ago. Mm. Nice light amber ale. Yeah, I've had, I seem to recall getting a six-pack. I reckon mm. that. It's good. Carlton United in Port, that, actually. Yeah. yeah it's that. not a bad drop. Ron Dennis has yeah. had a gutful of the, of the media, and he said, that's it. It's probably better if I pay the bill and not appeal, then keep on going. And I reckon there's some sense in that because I think the more you drag it out, mm-hmm. the more you're going to 
beer become type. less less favourable as a commercial partner. Correct. International. Correct. Um, it's a mess. It's a hell of a mess. Um, I feel sorry for Ron. Um, I Ferrari <laughs> annoy me. He's choosing his words very carefully, viewers. I remember, like when we. I'm were still, like- I'm, I'm still dirty on Ferrari from my um, uh, from some of my previous days with with Michelin. How they basically went to the FIA and got the rules, got the tire rule changed halfway through the year, yep. which kind of upset the apple cart, so they could make sure they won the world championship. Um, they will do whatever they can, and they can, as far as I'm concerned, they can take the constructors championship. Who cares? No, one, n- nobody cares about the constructors championship. You're right. They only care about nobody, the world nobody, champions. Nobody could care less. We speculated yeah. this this last week, Paul, that as a result of um, losing the the championship points, uh, sorry, uh, constructors points, they wouldn't be getting the travel subsidy and also be down the shitty end of pit lane. They will. Is, is yeah. that the case? They're correct. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So we were wondering whether, like, you know, we might be able to get. A Deborah Corsini sort of like catering deal going down there with Spiker. <laughs> I don't think McLaren are actually kind of short on catering budget. Um, I don't. I really don't think it'll affect them, other than the fact a hundred million dollars is a big hole yeah, in true. anyone's pocket. The interesting thing is going to be uh, well, to where is uh, where is Senor Alonso going to be next year? Which is the shitty end of pit lane? Because to me, the shitty end well, of pit lane is, a, that, is, the, very, is the end of pit lane is the last one before you go back out. That's open to conjecture. But it, if you look other at people the... look at it differently, don't they? I mean, if you were, at, let's say, at Bathurst, the number one premium swap would be the very first pit bay because it's a little bit of a hump there. Yep. So if you go run out of fuel, you don't want to be if pushing it any further. Yep. If you're dragging, if you're dragging, if you're, if, you're, if you're dragging the thing, <laughs> and I think you know you've turned the thing into take the thing home in a string bag, and you're trying to get it back to the pits to. Yeah. You want to be in the first pit. But why? Do they, but some people don't seem to see it like but that. If, do you remember when the uh, Formula One Grand Prix was here in Adelaide, and the first, I think it was four or five years. Um, the top teams all ran at the the back end of the pit, yeah. like closest to where you run back out again. Yeah. And the then suddenly way. they changed it, and all the top teams were then at the front end of the yeah, pit. Well, all the current supercar teams about... do that. Like HRT are always there mm. at, at, at pit bay one next to the Bruceway. You yeah. mean um, not HRT? Oh, well, you know. Um, yeah. What are they yeah, called? Right. Yeah. yeah. What are they called? Mob. Toll Racing. Scafie's mob. No, it'd be Toll Racing. Toll they HSV. won the championship. Toll HSV would be the first pit because yeah. they won the championship. Well, uh, back then. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Previously. <laughs> Before. Towards I need to reacquaint myself with every, with everyone and everything. Like, well, that's uh, the first two days at Bathurst, yeah, like you Yeah, said. exactly. Who's who and what's, <laughs> who's in what team and who's in what uniform and who's working for who. And, and, the, and who all the new sponsors are. Yeah. And, yeah. Who's who in the zoo and, yeah. and, the, and the fact that you know, there's a new media centre and a new pit buildings. And, well, that's mate, not, not, not that yeah. glamour. I ain't going to be up to... Um, have you been to Silverstone lately? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Talking about not glamour. Oh, do I say that? I think oh, that. It's um, all, it's all <laughs> right. It's just not quite as much of a hose out as a Hamilton Island flat. <clears throat> yeah, but uh, still better than the old... Better than the old, old... Pre, um, you know, pre... Uh, who was it? Ron Dixon and... Um, who was his mate? Ronnie Dixon. Oh, my his God. Mate. In the Rover Bastos. No, 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 because it, it was Ron Dixon and... TWR. Um, Percy? Ron Dixon and the other bloke no, that, rebuilt, that rebuilt the place for the uh, World Touring Car Championship. Neville Crichton. Didn't they organise to rebuild the pit buildings and all that kind Yeah, of they did some work there, didn't they? Yeah. Not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Croaky. 
a bit of sadness in uh -oh. the uh, in, in the world of endurance. It's not specifically barbecues, motorsport, or technology, but Steve Fawcett looks like he's been lost to the world. Well, he does. Yeah, he's. Uh, when, when did he go missing? About ten days ago now. Oh, well, longer than that. Was it longer than that? About now, two or three it? weeks now. Is it? Gee, that's gone quick. Coyotes would have had him by now. Well, or he's got a tax problem. Well, and they still haven't located the plane. He's which is uh, interesting. Yeah, that he's hanging out with Ronnie Biggs in. Uh, well, no, Ronnie Biggs is dead, isn't he? I don't know. No, he's, he's not. He's, he's hanging out with Christopher Skase. <laughs> <laughs> and Elvis. Get Amanda Van Sol on the phone. <laughs> She'll want to find him for they're, sure. Uh, they're all together somewhere having a big party. And it'd have to be in the middle of the desert. You're going to Rio. Find out. It's your mission. <laughs> no, but we want to hear on episode 88. Actually, I, I think Ronnie Biggs is actually in... Uh, I thought he was back in the UK, back in jail. I don't... No, I don't think he's back, back I don't in jail. Oh, he could be, actually. I think he might be, actually. He did go back to the UK, didn't he? Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. There you go, viewers. Google that up, will you? It ain't Google for, up Ronnie Biggs and let us know. It ain't for the weather, let me tell you. No, it wouldn't be. <sighs> Definitely not. Why would you go back there when you'd be living in Brazil? Oh, well, anyway. Who knows? London's pretty cool. Mind you, half the time you're in London, you could think you're in Brazil. The number of accents you actually hear on the tube and the, <laughs> tube and the bus. Well, when you're in yeah. London, you could think you're in just about any country in the world. Exactly. Paul. You don't hear too much kind of Cockney slang. Uh, and you're uh, hearing less and less. Roaming slang. You, you hear, hear, uh, hear more ear. Yeah, you hear. That's where it all comes Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> They're all up at Elizabeth and Semaphore Park. Hey, and, um, and no, no, what's Hallett the other? Cove. That Hallett Cove. Hallett yeah, Cove is and... like just full of them now. Yeah. Um, you know. Mind you, mind I you. I can say that because I've been here for uh, Too long. 30 years come 30 Melbourne years. Cup Day. Now, what was your old neighbourhood in London? Where, Fulham. Cross the Iron Bridge. Cross the bridge that the you Tube were Brothers in crossed. Fulham. In Fulham. You were yeah. in Fulham. Mate, we were trendsetters back then. You were, you were in then, Fulham, like the Fulham Bridge. Tube station, like Putney Bridge. Putney tube Bridge, station. the Putney Bridge tube around station. around the corner by the Hurlingham. actual the actual club, the actual tube station that Jen gets on the train every day yep. to go to work. And does Jen walk across the Iron Bridge every morning to catch? Sometimes. Yep, there you go. See, used to I've made that trip so many times. Not funny. So you are right. We are right in your old neighbourhood. Yeah, that's what I said to you. When you first yeah, sent me the email. Because we are just the, across. The we are just across the bridge. Yeah, that's right. We're I know exactly where you are. And you know yeah. the funny thing is, you saw the photo that Hardy sent. Uh, when he was over there, um, of where you'd sat and had a drink right on the river with Putney Bridge in the background. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the boathouse. Yeah. yeah, the boathouse. Yeah, well, the, so that never used to be there. That was that spot, that whole shopping complex that's there. Remember I said yeah, to you, yeah. they knocked down my favourite pub to oh, put that shopping complex okay. up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. Well, so it's kind of a couple of restaurants and a yeah. residential well, and stuff whatever. like that. Yeah. yeah, but that, that whole thing is where yeah. there right used to by... be a pub there called The Castle uh -huh. and... Most of it used to be car park, and like that was our local watering hole. We used to walk across the bridge from Fulham, drink at the castle, and then walk home again. So who was your football team? Ah, well, see, this is interesting, because when I was under 11, it was Fulham, and we used to just walk down um, underneath that, you know the subway that goes underneath Putney Bridge, so you get yeah, into yeah, Bishop's yeah. Park, and then yeah, you walk through yeah, Bishop's yeah, Park. Yeah, because when we get the 220... Yep. Ah, oh, well, see, I used to get the 220 to school. Oh, you're kidding. No, I used to... I, I, get, take, I, used I to, take the 220 to work every day. Well, there you go. I used to jump on the 220 outside what was the ICL building on the Fulham side of the bridge. Yeah. ICL. And International Computers Limited. That's and right. the whole ground floor of um, uh, the, old the building was all just one big computer, which probably was about 512k where, back uh, then. Where was that building? Is that like where the Odeon is? Don't or? you remember the building no, the you other side it? of the bridge. The Fulham side of the bridge. The oh, the Fulham side of the yeah. bridge. So, and oh, tucked away down behind there, in between 
the, the office building's on the Fulham side of the bridge that you first come to, mm-hmm. and Putney Bridge Railway Station. Yeah. There's a little tiny pub called the Eight Bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, there you go. It's so still I there. used to drink in there all the time. It's still there. Yeah, there you oh, go. Oh, we must go we must go that in was, and we must go we must go in and uh, have a carling in your honour. Well you should do in there. Well actually no, yeah, no, we yeah. should have a um, uh, what's that what's that brewery across the Young's. Uh, have a Young's mind you, I don't drink any of that. I don't, I don't drink it. Young's? Oh, yeah, Young's, Young's is still Young's. there, but I don't drink yeah. any of that warm stuff no, you, you don't actually have to have it warm. pass off as beer. You can have it from a bottle and it's in the fridge, it's alright. Anyway, so that's, so that's it. So, but then if you walk further back around and get onto Hurlingham Road, yeah, and then walk down Hurlingham Road until you hit Hurlingham Park, the last street on the left, never, just before you hit the park, yeah, is where I used to live. Oh bloody hell! We'll have to go and we'll have to go and check that. You should have to go and yeah, because we normally don't go park down Hurlingham Road. We normally mm-hmm. go straight ahead, mm-hmm. um, straight ahead up New Kings up, up to New Kings Road. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's right. So if you go up New Kings Road, where the railway bridge goes over New Kings Road, and of course, listeners here and unless the listeners here are actually from that area of London, they're thinking, <laughs> yeah, they're all what, thinking, they're, 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 they're all tuning what right we'll, we'll out. talk about this some more later on. Anyway, <laughs> welcome to the first edition of Google Maps podcast. <laughs> <laughs> radio London hot lap. Radio, radio London, London used to be a uh, pirate radio station. Yeah. Well, there's no chance of me going over there for another curry after the other night international. I mean, geez, well, I, well, it took me two days to recover from well, well, that Tinderloo special we oh, had. Oh, you up didn't have a Tinderloo. Oh, I did. Oh, man. You know, and I woke up totally exhausted in the morning. It's because like it was so hot. It was My hot. body was just working all night trying to process the food, and I got zero sleep. <laughs> you see, I, I, was, I was actually joking with, 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 with. That's a classic. I was actually joking with Nick Gormley's wife, uh, Louisa, because we we're talking about the. What, vind- for the one minute she no, was there. No, 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 no. But the Vindaloo wasn't very hot, and the Tindaloo was was way too hot. But if you actually mix them together, they'd be perfect. You take out the V, the, the V and the yeah, T. Yeah, chicken would have. And you end up with Indaloo, which the, is probably where Hardy and spent oh, most of the night. Oh, it's just been <laughs> just. It, it was the Tindaloo a chicken it? like it normally is there though. Yeah. It was a tindaloo. It was, no, it's always chicken there. It was, but it's very slow to bring to come up. Yeah, and then when it comes up, it was like, I was but the really, really was not weak, well. Was it? I'll tell you, oh, the vindaloo was pretty mild. Uh, See, it was. I don't like I'll tell you that that um, that uh, Rick and Michelle came back here, and we st- sat out there on the on the teppanyaki barbecue, trying to digest a glass of wine each. And we just couldn't do it because every time we had a little sip, it was like this massive acid burn that was coming down. And we were just, <laughs> well, we I'll were tell you really what, really not well. Rick probably wasn't in too good a shape come Monday morning then because I went for a walk on Sunday afternoon and he, he had some of his motorbike mates around his place. There was all bikes out in the street and a van and da 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 He's shabby. And, well, I don't know. I didn't see it. I mean, I mean, yeah, it was morning. one of the highlights. It was one of, of the. Uh, I always had visions of the most romantic night of my life, of, of my wedding day, and spending the night carrying my wife across the, th- the threshold. I actually spent the last part of the night actually carrying Rick Dowsett back to his hotel room because <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't stand up. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it, if, uh, uh, if you felt anything like I did, we're getting I, I into personal stories here in uh, in Radio Hot Lap time. Mate, any more motorsport stuff to bring up? Come on, there must no. be something interesting. What about technology? What's what's well, going on? Well, what's going know. on? Well, I'll tell you a big thing I've got. How about my Telstra rant? Is um, yes, sorry, how about, that in a how, about, how about my Telstra rant? Well, you go your Telstra rant because well, I well, need to well, grab a bit of paper that's got a link to it on. Well, tell me what what's the latest with the like fibre infrastructure? Because it's been all that carry on. I've been kind of reading about. Who's going to get the deal to upgrade the internet facilities in Australia and 
stuff like that, is it? Mate, I think you're more up to it than, than I am, and all I know is that uh, for some, some documentation that you sent the other day that showed that Australia was like the fourth or fifth or sixth slowest nation in the world in, in terms of, of data rate and also technology uptake. Well, when you consider that Korea, like just not that, uh, sorry, South Korea, not that far north of here, has something like 90 megabit a second, like standard for everybody throughout the whole country. Okay, I'll give you the choice. Yeah, okay, I'll say in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think Telstra... No, move on. No, tell me so, it's pretty nice to some of you. But, but, but really... That, I, I hear it's nicer in the north. Chelsea, no, yeah, heck no. No way no. Um, what's, what's his Where's name? Kim Yong, Kim Yong. No, actually, no, actually... Haven't it, you it, seen... It may be nice, but they don't even have internet in the north. Yes, they That's do. Right. No, no, they don't. No, They're not allowed no. to contact the rest no. of the world. No, they're in might... net. They're Kim net. They might find out something they're not supposed to. Yeah, exactly. The fact there is a real world out there. That's right. Exactly. So well, we, at least we, you can get so a clean can, white polo neck shirt every so day. So we can bag the hell out of North Korea because we know no one's going to be listening. <laughs> <laughs> Except well. the assassins. <laughs> And apparently they're going to Bathurst. But the big, the, the big thing, uh, and I know Australia. I told you not to bring that up. I know Australia has. Uh, we have major issues in the fact that um, we live here. We are spread. We are spread far and wide, <laughs> and it's a big country. And trying it is. to actually lay. And we all live around the coast. Yeah, and trying to lay connectivity to all those kind of centres is a bit of a challenge. And, and the big challenge is the last mile or the last fifty yards actually into people's houses. Yep. But the fact that Telstra have been trying to hold on to the the virtual monopoly that they have, um, and up until up until recently, the government have been kind of saying, "Oh yeah, well, yeah, we'll just talk to Telstra and they'll tell us what to, what well, to do." Well, the government spat the dummy now. No, I was just trying to ask. I was just trying to ask his nibs here, and the he, government's uh, under and, pressure from a lot of other telcos. Yeah. Um, to uh, you know, not give uh, not give Telstra the Guernsey, and um, and they shouldn't. Well, I don't think they should either. I mean, it's, it's got to go to... It should be open com- the, open competition. That's right. And, I mean, the, Telstra are getting a bit of a hurry-up in a few areas anyway. Like, t- to give you an idea, um, Internode, our local ISP here, which is now Australia-wide, doing great things. First company in Australia to roll out ADSL2+. However, they can't, uh, they can't roll it out to my old man's place at Glenside. Ah, uh, well, you know. I'm not quite sure what's going on there. I need to ring him and find that's out. That's infrastructure again. Yeah. And a lot of that's Telstra, Telstra. infrastructure that they can't get uh, their D-slabs into. Um, the same as it is here in town. Um, there's issues with uh, Central Adelaide uh, getting their uh, D-slams into uh, Telstra exchanges. But uh, nevertheless, they are trialling currently a pay TV service to rival um, Telstra's pay TV service. Uh, it's been trialled in Adelaide, Melbourne and Sydney. Uh, and there's a projected rollout date of probably about uh, April, May next year. So uh, now, 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 when you say they, who, who are they? Internode and oh, okay. a company out of Melbourne whose name totally escapes me at the moment. Um, but they're quite a well-known player in the um, uh, like streaming media area, and uh, they they're partnering with Internode, and they're basically deciding that uh, on-demand um, movies. Uh, they're going to try and uh, take Telstra at its own game. See, if we can get fibre to everybody's house like we should, into everybody's door, then stuff like Radio Hotlap 
can be on demand in your television set whenever you want. And it can be video and it doesn't matter. Yeah. The file size is immaterial. You yeah. saw the video one that we did 25 minutes, I think, we capped it at because we just knew that it was going to be too big for people to download otherwise. They wouldn't be interested. Yeah. And the fact we're just starting to um, uh, turn... Well, we, ha- we had an audio podcast for Super League Formula. We had a bunch more episodes we are about to do and we just started turning those... In the video podcast, yeah, that was the stuff you said. Yeah, 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 because we have we have all this footage. We have we have a film crew going to all um, to all these events. But now every iPod that, uh, apart from a shuffle, yes. every iPod that you buy has, has video, video capability. capability. So you might as well make you might as well make a video. Mm. I noticed a little uh, article in the Australian this weekend. Actually, it was one third of the broad uh, broad page there, saying some new laws were being put in place around the two subterranean cables that uh, connect Australia to the rest of the world, one coming out of Narrabeen and the other one coming out of Tamarama. It was nice of them to identify the spots. So yeah, that, just you know, so if anyone exactly could, where uh, they are. Anyone who wanted so to go there, the if, you happen to, if you happen to be... <laughs> if you happen to go within the exclusion zone or drop an anchor or do anything or damage anything, uh, it's uh, punishable by $66,000 or 10 years in jail. Is that right? But, uh, I mean, you know... Sure. Well, I hope they got some big signs up then. Telling floating you signs. But, see, this is the thing. There was a, There's also a redundant... I don't really think they can really enforce something like that. While we were talking about Internode, um, there was a redundant cable that was running from Australia up to somewhere in Indonesia, and then it hopped across to somewhere into Europe and then across from there. And um, Internode bought that or bought access to it um, so that we can get more bandwidth across from the US without relying on those two major cables. So Dennis has good. arrived. How are you, Dennis? He has. Excellent. Top good. You're looking well, Dennis. Feeling myself again as well. Good. But have you got a oh, story for the show, anything to do with barbecues, motorsport or technology? And not a support question, Speak please. Up. But come you around here. Stumped. Give me a moment to think. Well, give, give him, him a beer. Yeah. Well, while while he's on. thinking and grabbing uh, a beer... Um, I'll so, just. Oh, go on, sorry. Um, what are we drinking now? Well, oh, mate, you're, oh, we're off to okay. New Zealand. Yeah, I'm in New Zealand. I'm, too. In, New, I'm in New Zealand too. Actually, oh, you you're not. You're not New Zealand. <laughs> Lucky oh, that I've tried both of them. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're, yeah, given, yeah, 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 you were the one yeah. who dished them out. I wonder why. Now we know why. You're in Czechos, You're in Czechoslovakia. Yeah, I'm Czech having Republic. the actually Czech Republic these days. Budvarski. You're in a Budvar. Yes. Yeah, the original Budweiser. Is that right? Yeah. Do you know that? How yep. do you know that? Because there's been an ongoing huge fight between Budvar or the Czechoslovakian, because Bud or the brand Budweiser, yes. which got actually um, it was a rip off from there, was it? Uh, well, no, it started in the Czech Republic, and then some the Americans 150. How long ago is Budweiser? A long time ago. Um, borrowed the name from the, from the Czechs. Yeah. And of course, when it was just a little brewery in Czechoslovakia, it wasn't a major problem. 150 years later, they can't actually sell Budweiser in the Czech Republic. Ah. So uh, but can they sell huge... Budvar in America? I don't know. Or are the Yanks locking them out? I don't know. Well, oh, it depends what, depends what they call the Yanks, and my wife will pick me up on this. Because oh, the yeah, Yan- good point. I yes, thought yes, about that. Yes. Sorry, Jen. Yes, because the Yanks are only the Northerners. Ah, right. Okay, yes, yeah, cause, not cause, the good old Southern people. Yeah, because the South That's will right. rise again, You're you right. must remember. Of course, yes, yes. yes. Those Yankees, yep. So, um, I have a Tui. And not a Tui. Move uh, around and yeah. let no, you have so a we can get a bit of microphone action. T-U-I? T-U-I. Yeah. T-U-I. And if you actually... 
I remember when Vic was working for us and they went over to New Zealand for a holiday, as they did constantly, her and Dwayne, and Dwayne came back with a Tui t-shirt. Hmm. If you actually do a search on uh, Google, um, uh, no, on YouTube. Yes, I know, the Tui Brewery. The Tui Brewery well. ad. And it's uh, near Palmerston it is North. Good off. If you go through Palmerston the, North. I've been mean, near Manfield. You, I know, but it's not near that. If you go <laughs> through the <laughs> okay. Manawatu Gorge but, on the other Palmerston side, North, you will North. come past the Tui Brewery Palm, viewers. Palmerston North is near. Uh, but Manfield. it's not near the Tui Brewery. And I know okay. you want to show us your knowledge of motor racing. No, tracks. no, I've just been there. Been there once. <laughs> well, spell Manfield then. <laughs> ah, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, this is obviously a trick question. It's obviously M A N F E I L D. Very good. Pop. Thanks, idiot. <laughs> well, no, the fact that you asked me to spell it obviously means it's not I before E. It's, Dennis, Dennis thought it was so funny he's going away choking himself and he doesn't even smoke. Peanuts alive. <laughs> Roasted peanuts. And, and um, the big almonds come in. And JP, what are you drinking? I've got another Kiwi beer. I've got a Stein Lager, which is actually, I must say, a particularly nice lager. So, always been a favourite of mine, the old Stein Lager. <laughs> there was no New Zealander about Coopers. They couldn't mm. make a good lager. So, JP, what, um, what's that piece of paper you have in your hand? Mate, this is the Adobe e-seminars. Now, oh, this is a new thing that Adobe... Today. Yeah, that Adobe have come up with in the last probably three or four nothing months. Nothing to do with motor surely. No, it's tech. It's back to tech. What have we got? Is um, that a motor Adobe... No, motor racing, technology and barbecues. Revolving right. barbecues. Adobe, and we haven't t- spoken about Adobe for ages. Okay, we've talked about Apple, we've done this, we've done that. People who use PCs also use Adobe products, so I just thought it was time they got a bit of a plug. Use what? Um, they've got these <laughs> e-seminars, and you can learn all about all sorts of things. I mean, there's e-seminars for professionals, for creatives, so all those for management. PC users can learn how to open an Acrobat file. PDFs. Yeah, well, there is. There's a lot about PDFing and security and everything else. Um, and there's, Does anyone uh, use that? Yes, that they do. That kind of electronic signatures yes, and all that kind they of use, carry on? There are people who use that, hmm. particularly um, governmental and uh, big corporation style uh, and legal. users. Yeah, and legal, of course, yeah. Big yeah. time. So, viewers, if you want to uh, check out these Adobe uh, October e-seminars, and they're very, very good. Uh, we've got a local Adobe trainer here, Sue Bray. Um, and are they? she actually does the online lecturing as well when they put these seminars on. They're just electronic seminars. So you basically just log in and um, you watch the whole thing. Like it's a prezzo mm-hmm. um, where they're in control and they show you how to do various things. And it's all just online. And Sue Bray's so, going to come and chat to you. She's part of the Irrelevant Lunch Club team. She is indeed. That we're not going to. I've just realised I won't be going to anyone for the rest of the year. Well, there you go. Will I get voted out? God, I hope so. Probably. Um, so if you want to check these out, viewers, you need to go to www.adobe-events.com forward slash 1458. That's the Australian one. Yes, that's not the US site or whatever. Now, International, I think you should just be careful about what you say because recently I was in your... Uh, humble abode in Putney there to notice that the large table where Jennifer's new widescreen 24 inch iMac uh, resides but is off limits to her for her to be banished to a very small table by the window with a small PC where you can look over her shoulder all the time so um, perhaps she might be a considerable considerable person for one of these Adobe seminars for poor PC people indeed well 
<laughs> what do I say to that? Well, what's just the, when, a lot. When, when will you be? When will the handing back of the widescreen iMac arrive? And no, please try not to coincide it with another Apple launch. <laughs> yeah. Shortly after they announced, the I think new, that's the end of the show, folks. Yeah. Shortly after they announced the new, um, the new laptops, <laughs> and then five-inch screen. Yeah. General get the old. Uh, General get the old laptop, and um, you mean the ones? That actually, no. She needs a thirteen. Hopefully, arrive at She needs. In, in fact, in fact, we need two because there's a. Um, the newest member of the Radio Hot Lap team, who, you know, Mr. Silence over here, who hasn't said anything, he needs actually a 13 inch iBook with a um, with an inbuilt camera. And, um, he doesn't need an iBook. He's not well, but he's going to the football match the this weekend. Are you going to watch Port Power, Dennis? Yeah. And who are you barracking for, though? The Power. The Power. Ooh, boo. <laughs> boo. South Australia. Boo. And who do you normally barrack for, Dennis? I support both South Australian teams and they're not playing each other. When they're playing each other, I support the crowd. Ah, okay. Go the now, you know, if you were an average Port Power supporter, you'd be supporting the team that's playing against the Crows. Yeah, the Melbourne team. Mm. But there's no Melbourne team playing. Well, <laughs> <laughs> the Geelong Mel- team. Melbourne, uh, Victorian Melbourne, team. Melbourne, <laughs> Melbourne Knights do not class Geelong as part of this. It's like a bit like bit like Victor Harbour playing in the SNFL, really. It is a bit, isn't it? Yeah. It's the Ford team. <laughs> the Ford team from Victoria. He doesn't he doesn't sell Ford trucks anymore. <laughs> no, he doesn't. No. Right, so it's a bit of a waste of time too, isn't it? Never mind. Okay. Tyler at the shop. Okay. On international, who's going to win Bathurst? Um, yeah, come on, predictions. Car in front of the second one. Very good point. Kelly and Tanda. Kelly and Tanda. There you go. What do I reckon? JP. I'd like to see Lounsley and Co do it again. I'd like to yes, see I think that they'd have to be the ones in the box seat dark to do horse. it again. But I'm going to go... Dark Horse? Yeah, I'm going to go Simon's for a Dark Horse. Lines. No, I'd like to say that, yes, and I'll put some money on it. But I think that whoever Craig Baird pairs with, that's what I'm going to say. Ooh, big oh, that's very interesting. Yes, because he's very good at keeping it on the road for a long time. Well, it'll be Beardo and um, Nathan Pretty. Yes. Who has already previously won Bathurst. No, he's not. Oh, the 24-hour. Oh, well, oh, yeah, but, hey, experience still counts for a oh, no, It was only a 24-hour race. It, was, wasn't, um, it wasn't a pissy six-hour race. It was a four times yeah. the length. He beat, <laughs> he, he beat Shorty. Shorty and his Mosler. Shorty and, <laughs> speaking of Shorty and his Mosler, there's a new uh, Le Mans DVD out uh, that I just uh, heard read about today on... Uh, heard read about? On uh, Daily Sports Car. Who is it? That is basically set around... I think Shorty's David Hall or Stuart Hall or something. Stuart Hall, Stuart Hall. Stuart Hall, yeah. who was the asked by uh, Martin Short for to come and join him at Le Mans for mm-hmm. the biggest race of his career, and it's good apparently meant to be a very very good show. Mm. Finished fourth mm. overall, finished third uh, third outright at the Silverstone round at that event that um, Rob Bell won the championship. That. Alan's stringing himself up a bit. It was quite oh, funny. It was quite, no, no, it, it, no. Don't no, mention that. No, sorry, Alan. It, it was really funny, and I must apologise to Al if he's listening. Um, he never listens. He doesn't oh, listen. Oh, well, we can bag, he just discovered I had a Facebook account for him. We can, bag, <laughs> we can bag the heck out of him, man. No, but I actually rang him to get Rob Bell's phone number because I, oh. I needed some quotes for the Silverson stuff. So I rang his Danish number kind of thing in the middle of the afternoon in England. Oops, the poor bugger was in Australia. It was 4 o'clock in the morning. I fucked him up. <laughs> oh, he wouldn't have wanted to hear well. that. No. Wasn't happy. 
Never mind. Definitely not. Never mind. Oh, you, you broke the news, did you? No, 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 no. No, this was, no, this was beforehand. In the so we'll be looking forward to meeting you at Bathurst, then. In the lead-up to the weekend. Yeah, I, yeah, I can I can recount all the stories for him. He'll be fine. He's a big boy. He'll bounce. He will, indeed. If he wins Bathurst, like, the Le Mans series will be the last thing he's worried yeah, about. Yeah, it'll be so. paling into insignificance, yeah. but there you go. Well, let's and hope so, they all make it through safely and uh, every, the, may the best win win. And absolutely. Absolutely. it's time for a barbecue. Men. It is time for a barbecue. I and mean, we should probably... Yeah, barbecue. We got anything to say or we're just going to finish the show? No Good night, viewers. Tips. No, good night, viewers. That's it. See ya. <laughs> I Bye. 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 Bye.